What's up, everybody? It's Thursday, May 3rd. I'm Flood the Drummer. And I'm Mikey Raw. Big news today. Camille Cosby, Mikey Raw, she came out in support of her husband. I didn't even think she still loved him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't see her at the courtroom. I hadn't seen her at the courtroom uh, at least since the last time I checked. She certainly wasn't there last Thursday when he was convicted. And now one week later, she comes out calling the trial mob justice and demanding a criminal investigation into D.A. Kevin Still. What do you think? Hey, man, you know what they say, man. A woman has to stand by her man. You know, at the end of the day, that's what it is. She's a black woman, you know, at the end of the day. She has to say something, Flood. I mean, you can't just sit back and, you know, he's been convicted. He's been through two trials already. So, you know, either she's going to say, you know, he's a scumbag. I'm going to leave him. Or she got to say something to defend him. We're Flood the German Nike Raw broadcasting from the city of Philadelphia with Real Talk, talking about Camille Cosby right now. Uh, so part of a statement, Ike says, Bill Cosby was labeled guilty as guilty because the media and accusers said so, period. Are all the media now the people's judges and jury? Are all accusers truthful? She then go on to compare his case to the lynching of Emmett Till. Oh my God! I, I kind of think when they when they start bringing yeah. up these, I racial... deep on it. <laughs> That's crazy. Now see, now 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 see. Now I'm, I'm 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 glad I'm just learning about this because this is ridiculous, man. Like, come on, man. What what can somebody just tell her to answer this one question? Was that what do you have to say about your husband testifying that he gave these women, gave these women, not just this one woman, women, quaaludes. And put his hand in their blouse and then their pants. What does he have to say about that? Mm. That's the only question uh, I want to ask. Him. That's fair. That's fair. You know, you know when uh, when people were going at R. Kelly and, and some of the other cases, they keep bringing up and calling this like a uh, form of lynching, and yeah. they keep bringing up Emmett Till and other type of racial injustices and comparing it to their own thing. Is that out of line? Yeah, it's definitely out of line, but flood. That's what we do as black people, man. I mean, that's what I mean. Just look not, at not all black people. Listen, not not all black people, but listen, we're black. I'm black. You black. So when I say that's what we do, that's what I mean. That's what we do. I don't do it, but I mean that's what people do, man. I mean they 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 they, they look at one thing that happened to a black person, and it's the end of the world. Just mm. regard this man sexually uh, abusing these women. Just disregard everything. He's black. You know, he's 80 years old now. He shouldn't go to jail. Why are you doing Now we're talking about lynching and, like, come on, Emmett Till. Like, this is ridiculous, man. This so you, ridiculous. you completely you completely don't stand with Camille Cosby on this one? Not at all. I stand on the other side of the street from Camille Cosby on this one. <laughs> She's crazy. I'm, I'm really surprised he came out and did this. Actually, to be honest, I really am very surprised. And I don't really get surprised by much in the media nowadays. But this shit? This is surprising. Well, I'm not surprised because, like I said, that's your husband. You know what I mean? So, um, Yeah, but at some point, you can say your husband is into some shit and I don't want to be connected to it. Or don't say anything at all. Well, that, well that's what I said in the beginning. You remember? Either she's going to say he's a scumbag, I'm going to leave him, he's disgusting, you know, or she's going to defend him. I mean, she, she can't stay silent. I mean, she, you know, she got to say something. That's your husband, you know. You can't just say any. You can't just not say anything. You know what I mean? You can. That's the right thing to do. She's been silent all of these other months and weeks. <laughs> when the last time you heard Camille Cosby say anything? Well, I think ah, I mean that's a great that's a great question. Right? She should have just been. Look, this is like what we were saying yesterday with Kanye West. You gotta have a friend in your corner that tells you when to shut the fuck up. 
when she was writing that statement, somebody should have been like, yo, shut the fuck up. You're doing good right now. Your name ain't in the media. And now you come out talking about Emmett Till and lynching and we the people. Yeah, this is crazy. This is not a good look for uh, women. Right These now. your people, bro. <laughs> yeah, I claim, you know, he's from North Philly. You know, I, I got to claim him, you know, you know what I mean? But, you know, it is what it is, man. Camille just, wow, this is crazy, man. So I, I, they are. She's determined, as is Bill Cosby, to fight this. So she's not looking as if, or she's not seeming as if, in her mind, that this is going to like that her husband is going to go to jail. They're looking at this going to fight this tooth and nail. Well, you know, you, you would know. think. Now, I would just say you would think that Camille would be using this time to kind of like love up on her husband and keep away from the media and right. and, and try and 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 you know transition into what is likely going to be her last days with her husband, and yet. She's out brazing in public talking about Emmett Till and lynching. Well, and she that had, Cosby's innocent. I mean, at this point, she has nothing to lose. I mean, she's saying, look, the first trial was a hung jury. You know, the second trial to convict him. So, you know, I have to say something now. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know if she thinks this is going to work in her favor. More people going to rally around her. But, you know, be honest, which I think she just pissed off a lot of women. You know what I mean? You think so? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you start comparing this to Emmett Till and like we the people. Like, well, what are you talking about? You see, you see where the first way they go. She says the mob reference. You know, it's always a racial thing. You know, she bringing in the mob or the you know the, the court system was like the mob. How they presented their evidence, he was found guilty. You know, and that's what happened. You so know this I mean? is one of the issues. Uh, here's the whole statement. Um, this is mob justice, not real justice. This tragedy must be undone, not just for Bill Cosby, but for the country. For the country, Ike. Unbelievable. This is this is so this now. Is, this is an act of, of patriotism to, yeah. to clear Bill Cosby. I mean, I would, uh, you know, you, you know, my whole situation, you know, not to go off topic and everything like that. But, you know, if she would have came out and just said something about, you know, that whole Starbucks situation about those black young men at that time, then, you know, I would have, you know, that, I, I, I could respect that at her as a black woman. But for come out now and say, mm. you know, black people around my husband, you know, after he sexually, uh, you know, abused these way, he was convicted. So, yes, he was convicted. We can say he went to the court. He was convicted. The, the, you know, you were convicted regardless of we feel as though they are peers or not. They were picked. They convicted this man. So let's mm -hmm. respect, let's respect the, you know, the court's decision here. You know what I mean? Well, well you know, look, man, I'm glad you brought up the Starbucks thing because I, I really wanted to talk to you about that. The two young men who were arrested uh, in mid-April uh, from a Starbucks after they were there for only two minutes, this made national headlines. The police commissioner here. Richard Ross first came out and said that uh, his officers did nothing wrong. About a week later, he apologized. He said he felt miserably. We thought the story was dead and gone, and it has arisen. And now we know that the two young men have settled with the city as of yesterday. That's when the news broke. For $1 each, Ike, they've settled for $1 each and uh, a pledge from the city officials that they'll donate $200,000 to a high school program that promotes youth entrepreneurship. Your thoughts? I was, I was totally disgusted. Uh, I just I wanted to throw up when I seen. It. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I mean, this is this is just totally. I mean, like who who thought this was a good idea? I mean, I mean, I, I'm I'm not going to you know bash these two men, these two young men. I'm not bashing them. But you know whoever okay. sat, whoever sat down with the city and came up with this deal and thought that this was a great idea, like you know after. But why isn't it a great idea? You got to back that up. What's wrong with it? Oh, let me finish. Let me finish. I'm not saying it's not a great idea, but what I'm saying is that after everything that we've been through, all the press conferences, everybody, mm. CEOs from Starbucks flying in and everything, 
The city, the city sits down after those officers put on that display, after the commissioner comes out and says this, the city sits down. And when I say get out there, I'm not saying get out there. I, I, I'm saying fair what I meant to say. Okay. But I'm going to say, okay, we'll accept the dollar piece, which I respect that from the young men if they feel as though, look, it's not about us. Let's see what the city can do to you know, make things better. I understand that. I respect that. But 200000 a pledge flood, a pledge. Right. Well, I hope it's not a pledge like it was the mayor's pledge to end stop and frisk. That's why I'm glad you keep them that word pledge because this is what they do in the city. You know, we can they pledge. Thing. Right. Right. But who's going to hold them accountable for this pledge? And at the end of the day, after all the hysteria we went through, the press conferences from the city uh, commissioner, um, the city uh, council people, you know, all kinds of stuff was going on. And this yeah. is the end result of the city a $200,000 pledge for entrepreneurship. A two hundred thousand dollar pledge, unbelievable. You think the young men should have got more money? You yeah. think they should have asked for money, like personal money, or do you think they took the high road by saying, "Look, give us a dollar symbolically, you know, a dollar, and then we'll be done with it"? No, no, but well, that's just the city. I mean, they, I mean, you know, allegedly they were already settled, you know, with Starbucks, you know, for undisclosed amount. So, I mean, that's I don't know what they settled for Starbucks, but but you remember when? Oh, the first oh, okay. Right. Remember when I was asking when we had State Rep Jordan Harris on the line, and he was talking about you know everything what they was doing. And I said, right. well, I said, I said, well, do, do y'all, did y'all hear anything about, you know, them donating money to any of the schools in Philly? Because we need money for schools. That's what they said. They're raising taxes, right? I said, are they donating money for, you know, homeless shelters? Anything that can help the city of Philadelphia? Because this is where the cameras, everybody's here this week. So right. what, what money is anybody donating to help the city, right? And his exact words was, uh, I think he said something to the effect, well, you know, I, I'm not really into that, you know, getting money. Well, he's not interested in that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Exactly. He's not interested in that like that. A state representative says that, okay? So now here we are with the city makes a pledge of $200,000, and these gentlemen say, you know, we'll take a dollar piece. But at the end of the day, that's all the city can come up with. I mean, ooh, I, I, I just don't get it. I just I just don't understand it, man. I, I, well, what would have been a better option? What would you have done if you were the mayor? Okay, I would say this, you know. No, but that's my thing. The mayor did what he was allowed to do. That's my thing. The mayor just went with whatever. The mayor probably came up with a First proposal, here's gentlemen, y'all feel like, oh, great, 200000 we'll take it. Understand what I mean? Now, me, you come to me like that with that deal, hell no, I'm not accepting that. Listen, I'm born and raised in the city. I'm from North Philly. I know what these kids go through. If you want to donate 200000 donate that $200,000 to every school in the city for, for entrepreneurship and take another $200,000 and donate that to every rec center in the city so these kids can have after-school programs. So some yeah, of these I kids, see what you're saying. Right, you're so saying some, like 200000 divided into all of these schools is not really going to be much. Right. Like, we talking like, come on, man. Like, let's be real about it. Like, like $10,000 a school. Right. If, if that, if that, like, we don't know what schools they're going to donate it to. We don't know if it's going to be one school. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? At the end of the day, this is a city... Come on, man, $200,000, dog. And, and then people look at it like, oh, that's a great deal. And then a week later, we're not talking about it no more. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And then they come mm -hmm. back talking about, oh, we got to raise taxes. Or we got to raise money for this. When you got the opportunity right here, if you really feel as though these young men were did wrong because of their race and what happened, make it right. Really make mm -hmm. it right. I mean, that they wallet, man. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Pay for it. You really feel some type of way about this. Yeah, hey, man, you know how, listen, Flood, you know how I get down, dog. At the end of the day, when you, and I'm being real right here talking, like, you know, I done, in the last couple months, I've been doing this protest and been on the scene and stuff like that. I done been in the rooms of people. I done, I could have had opportunities to take money, take checks, to, to be quiet, shut up, you know what I'm saying, mind my business and all that shit. I don't do none of that shit. And if it do come up to a point where I can do that, guess where that money going to go? 
That shit gonna mm. go to places where I know it's gonna benefit people. Though I'm not just taking no pledge. I'm not taking no certificate. Smile with these people, take pictures, and then two weeks later, damn, what happened to the money? They get Ike Raw. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Stuff, man, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Let me let me ask you this: since we're talking about the Starbucks issue, kind of a shameless plug here. I wrote an article yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, you see where I'm going, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, it's available on uh, Facebook.com/slash The Real TBO Inc. or on Apple News, and it's entitled "Fervor Largely Evaded Philadelphia's Top Cop at the Starbucks Arrest." And I keep the gist of the article, uh, and I saw you shared it. I assume you read it. Uh, it was it was the fact that you know the commissioner came out. He wrongly defended his officers. He offered a duplicitous statement about policing uh, about policing, saying that uh. That the, that the city is committed to equitable policing and anything other than that will, won't be tolerated. Uh, but yet the bulk of the outrage landed at Starbucks. There was maybe one lightly attended protest at the police headquarters. There was a letter issued to the police commissioner and then a few condemnations. But but largely, it seemed like he got off the hook. Am I right or, or did you see it differently? No, you're absolutely right, Flood. I mean, once again, he's a black man, black commissioner. I mean, you got to understand, man, not, not too many people going to approach the commissioner, you know, and call him out. They'll call him out, you know, when everybody else calls him out, jump on the bandwagon, but it won't be a constant thing. You understand what I mean? Mm. You know, like, like, like people will do it when it's safe to do it, when everybody else is doing it and their voices can get lost in the mix. Right. Exactly. You know how the city go. Just like when everybody was outraged about the Starbucks thing, everybody was having all these press conferences and protests. And just like you said, it was one little protest at the, uh, you know, down the police headquarters. That was it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? This man, mm-hmm. and, and when and Ross came out and said what he said, my exact words, when Ross' first statement, I say, I agree with Ross said, not that the cops were, wrong, were right for locking the men up. I said I agree with Ross because I said they showed up to a call. That's, right. the, that's the only part I agree with Ross with. They showed up right. to a call. Everything that happened after that, they was out of pocket. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, now he was, he went further said he did nothing wrong. He was, you know, I'm not, I told you from the rip, I didn't agree with that. But yeah, you're right, man. Nobody wants to call this black commissioner out because they're afraid man they're free man well they're afraid and that's why i put in my piece that i think that there's two things that explain uh why people aren't calling them out uh part of it is indifference and meaning people just don't give a fuck and the others the other is black privilege right in the context that you know people people know or that they're they're hesitant to criticize a black leader too harshly or too publicly and there are black leaders who rely on that hesitance exactly. because they, th- there's this dated sense of solidarity that I can't criticize a black leader. Right. I mean, listen, me and you know that very well. You know, because mm-hmm. they are, you, you cannot, you cannot be fake, man, to the people. I don't care who it is. If it's a priest, <clears throat> if it's an imam, if it's, if it's, I don't care who it is. If you're not doing right, I'm going to speak about it. I don't care. Like right is right and wrong is wrong. So I don't care if you're black, white, my mom, my dad, my cousin, my brother, whoever, it doesn't matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's what's wrong with people. Look, just look at it like this. Everybody feels comfortable about calling Donald Trump all kinds of names, all kinds mm-hmm. of whatever, because he's white and it's the hot, it's a cool thing to do right now, right? Right. Lo and behold, someone say call into a certain, you know, radio station, you know, and say something about one of the politicians or one of the, you know, elected officials or, you know, somebody like that. They would not do it. They would not be able to do it because, just like you said, it's not the right thing to do because it's a black person. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, don't, mm-hmm. don't do that because, you know, we got to take pictures with them. You know, we got to see them. They got to show up to our events. Donald Trump's never going to show up to your event 
Donald Trump is never going to come, you know, to your city. You know, right. He's almost not real. It's I'm easy. To, it's just a punching bag. All right. You see, you see how easy this so anybody could just say anything about. And at the end of the day, let's be honest, when we talking about, you know, being respect, being respectable and being adults, regardless of how you feel about the man, he is the current sitting president of the United States of America. And I hear people all the time, Charles Barkley, Stephen A. Smith, a lot of people, Shannon Sharp, black people who say, I don't agree with the man, I don't like him, but at the end of the day, he's the president, so, you know, I'm going to give him the respect as the president, but anything else, that's it. They don't call him, mm. call him stupid. Like, they might say you got, you know, this idiot in the White House, or you got 45 or whatever, but I'm just, I want to go on and on and on. But you see, just see the difference. And, you know, that's, that's the whole thing with, with our society is that, you know, we're afraid to challenge our own because it's like, don't bring the brother down. Don't bring the sister down. Like, we all got to stick together. Why the fuck do we all got to stick together? Because we black and you breaking, you bringing me fucked down. I want to see, yo, what you doing is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Listen, you want to hear about a really weird story, kind of change the subject on a lighter, less crazy, you know, that's a crazier note, though. What? So shout out to New Jersey. There's a, a superintendent in New Jersey of, of a New Jersey uh, school district, um, uh, the Hammondale uh, High School. Uh, I guess, wait, let, wait, let me just read it from Twitter. Hammondale High School track and sports field was the target of a mysterious serial defecator. Uh, in other words, someone who kept shitting, who was finally caught on Monday. Uh, Thomas Tramlegini, the Kenilworth Public School Superintendent in New Jersey, has been charged for urination and defecation, dumping litter and lewdness. In layman's terms, the superintendent of a school in New Jersey was shitting on the track and field uh, 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 grass. And now he's been caught in the act after surveillance was set up. What do you think about that? I mean, I've seen some crazy shit in the headlines, but but this is actually crazy shit. <laughs> but you got to be shitting me, man. Come on. Man. <laughs> I, I can't believe this shit, man. <laughs> this, this goes back to Jersey. There's a lot of people in South of Jersey, man, but Jersey got a lot of weird motherfuckers, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. There's some weird people in Jersey. Me going around shitting and piss. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people, man? Like, yeah. This is crazy, man. This is crazy. <laughs> like, uh, come on, man. Like, like, uh, I, oh, man. I just, I don't, I don't know. And I, I can guarantee you this. He was white. Right. They're not black. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Of course. <laughs> of course. I can guarantee you it's not a black man going around shitting like that. Come on, man. Oh, man. Man, we got to get out of here, Ike Raw. Where can people contact you and follow up with you if they want to check out more about you? Ike Raw. Ike Raw on Twitter. Ike Raw 1977 on Twitter. Ike Raw on Facebook. I-K-E-Y-R-E-W. Ike Raw on Instagram. At No Philly Ike Raw. Ike Raw TV with Neff. Facebook. All that. Oh, and also... Dun, 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 dun. Uh-oh. Raw Talk with Ike Raw podcast coming soon. Get Look it. Forward. Get it. I'm Look Flood the Drummer. You can follow me on Twitter at Flood the Drummer. If you're an iPhone, iPad user, add Techbook Online to your Apple News Reader. I'm Flood the Drummer on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, subscribe to the Drumming for Justice podcast on iTunes or wherever podcasts are available. And that's right. Keep your eyes out for the Raw Talk podcast with Ike Raw. We got to get out of here. It's Thursday, March, excuse me, May 3rd. We'll be coming back at you tomorrow, hopefully with more talk. And in the morning, I'll be dropping another AM news aggregator. So stay tuned until next time. For Ike Raw, I'm Flood the Drummer. I'm drumming for justice. 